Osiris. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Okay. And we're back. We're live. <laughs> Today is Monday. Um, the first leg of Goose Spring Tour has ended, unfortunately. Um, but we are here to talk about the last show on the leg from last night in Birmingham, Alabama. Goose's first performance in the state um, at a brewery in Birmingham. I think I already said Birmingham. Neil, how are you today? Uh, Birmingham. Uh, no, good. Uh, just figured I'd get one more Birmingham in there. You look wonderful today. Yeah. I think we should start with, with how you look. So so I know folks have been tuning in to Always Almost There to check in on the status of your stash, your, your tour stash. Yes. But you are off tour now. Um, and some might say there's a mustache there. I think if you're actually watching, you might not think there's a mustache there. But you might I don't need know a Blade Runner said. zoom and enhance thing. Um, basically what <laughs> happened was... so. As I said uh, last week on the podcast, there I have no intention of ever growing a mustache. Um, I'm not a facial hair guy, um, but <laughs> I realized uh, this or yesterday I was like, oh, I've been shaved in a couple of days. Like, you know what? I'll just tomorrow I'll shave it into a stash for the pod and then shave it off after. So the last time I shaved was Friday. Um, this is what it is. Give everyone a close up look. Dash. <laughs> there we go. Oh, we just lost all our viewers. Um, oh, perfect. It's a shame. It's perfect. a shame. Well, we do have a guest uh, who was at the show last night who's going to come on and talk about it. So I think we should bring her on. Um, so we can. can we do like a lead up this. here. Like I, I want to do like a, this is like a big deal. I'm like really okay, excited do it. about this. So uh, <laughs> already the thought of the year. It's going to get even better. Uh, we have a fantastic guest on today. Uh, this guest has been known to draw people to other podcasts and having those episodes be the most watched episodes and most listened to episodes. It's true. Also, you know, someone I've known at like Goose Shows for a really, really long time now, which is like amazing. So I'm and so someone, stoked. And someone who at the cap accused me of not knowing who she was when I did know who she was. 
We should so, just bring her in there if we're going to throw should, that We should just bring her in. Hi, Jess. How are you? You're, I'm making great first impressions for everyone. <laughs> I did realize – I just realized um, – sorry to bring you on and then do this. Um, I forgot to do our sponsorship spiel for today. We got caught up oh, in no. the stash. Um, so now you got to sit through this. Okay. Take a the second. The stash is not sponsored yet? Today's episode <laughs> of Always Almost There is sponsored by Beekeepers Naturals. Powered by nature and obsessively tested, Beekeepers uses potent ingredients like propolis, pollen, and royal jelly and steers clear of added chemicals. In a day and age where we want to boost our immune system as much as possible, Beekeepers Naturals has many products from lozenges to gut health supplements to support us and tap into the magic of nature. Personally, I don't leave home without one of our propolis throat sprays, especially supportive when singing my heart out at a show. Use code STORMSOUND at checkout for 20% off your order beekeepersnaturals.com there we go hi jess how are you you're great you're good you were at the show last night you were at I goose's was. alabama debut a big deal yes. um it was a lot of know. people's first show i think yeah so what, what was this like what's what's this what's this brewery like you know um that's a great question. I didn't go in the inside brewery part, but the outside was like a nice little grassy area and there's, you know, nice bar tents and nice lighting and things. Love it. I, Sounds I like kinda, a great place. We walked in, we walked in, there's food trucks outside. We walked in kind of right before, like maybe like, no, what time was it? The show yesterday. It was an early one. Maybe we got in mm-hmm. like six. So yeah. we kind of beelined it right to a spot and tried to hold down some space. <laughs> well, we waited. It's good. It's Goose's first headlining outdoor show since uh, Portland last August. Uh, nice to see outdoor shows coming back. I'm looking forward to seeing them outside again. Um, I don't know, eventually. But it's nice, you know, spring, weather's getting warmer. They can play outside again, which is nice. And an earlier show for us East Coast folk. Uh, that was nice. Yeah, that was wonderful, wasn't it? After, after the Ryman, I was getting tired. Well... You ain't seen nothing yet, Neil. That was only Central I Time. <laughs> I know. Oh man, Pacific Time is absolutely kill me. Absolutely not kill. ready for that. It's always With the, it's always rough. Can you rewatch on the Nug streams like the next day? I haven't yeah. tried. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, That's for good, sure. At least. That's helpful. Yeah, I'm gonna be for doing almost yeah, those, all of that tour from like for my, those with my office. Work to get to and things to wake up for in the morning. Um, yeah, that'll be a, a good option. Uh, but for those of us who care about our favorite band and would stay up until three o'clock in the morning for two weeks straight, you know, the true fans. Yeah, I I did that last year for like I know, which was very impressive. I'm not going to do that again. I remember at the end of the West Coast leg, you being like, "Never again!" Like I'm not doing this ever again. (laughs) I almost just gave up on Goose entirely. I was just like, "Forget this band. I just can't do it anymore." (laughs) One couch tour too many. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's a hard couch tour. Yes. Well, uh, let's let's dive into last night's show a little bit, uh, Jess. What you mentioned felt like a lot of people's first shows last night, their first time in Alabama. What were the vibes like before the show started? It was high energy. Lots of people were really excited. I remember hearing lots of conversations online, waiting to get in about like, what are they going to play? Like introduce. Like I could hear people telling the friends they were bringing about the band and like trying to explain like the history of the band to people, which was f- always fun to hear. Like other people explain like explaining it and um not jumping in when i, I 
to fact check sometimes, but <laughs> not nice. <laughs> but um, yeah, and it was just a lot of really young crowd, I would say. I think that's what they've kind of seen when they've been down here, right? With Athens was pretty young. Yeah. Right. Athens was really yeah. young looking. Yeah. Like it was nuts. Very young. Yeah. And I don't know if it was just where I was. I was kind of Trevor side, more off the side, and it was super young all around there, which was, but the good energy. People were excited. Lots of X's on hand. Yeah. Yeah, Nishu was on the, the pod the other day, like posted a picture of like him and his friends. And I was like, this is not like your typical goose, goose crowd. It was all like, it was the young folks. It was like people at yeah. like Ryan's age. It was like amazing. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, you hey, were right there. Or maybe I you don't even get X's you. on my hands anymore. So <laughs> I'm old enough to not have X's on my hands when I go to a show. So, you know, that's pretty cool. So the before we talk about helps. the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before we talk about the music, I, I do want to say what's interesting about last night, and then I have like a question for you, Jess, is that this reminds me of last summer, like after Legend Valley, a whole bunch of folks making the trip over in Indianapolis. But like yeah. there was only some folks who made that trip. And then it felt like a lot of people's first like goose show. And accordingly, we got like a set of goose music that was very, uh, what's the word? palatable for like people seeing their first goose show uh, i would i would put last night over that indie show personally yeah but like so same deal so i guess my my follow-up question there is like so we had a, a show that a bunch of folks were at that they weren't going to miss right the ryman show and then there's this show in alabama how many folks were familiar from from nashville to to alabama um that's it's a good question i know that i had like a crew of people that were that did both um little group that we were with but that maybe like 15 that I was aware of but like not everyone that had been at the Ryman for sure like at the Ryman there was tons of people lots of you know goose regulars people that you see everywhere and then mm -hmm. it was definitely way less there but I think that's a great comparison like I did the Legend Valley I actually did the second night of Legend Valley and then Indy last summer and then this summer I'm just I just did last night of Ryman and then drove down here so same experience like the little short little drive yeah, yeah you, you come in all show. fresh face. You come in all fresh <laughs> yeah. face when everyone's already really tired on night three of a run. You're like, yeah. yeah. And then you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, Love you did it. right. You cut the best show of the run. So. Yeah. Far yes. away the best show of the run. Yeah. Yeah. It was good, nice good to be strategy. outside after the Ryman, like the pews and everything. I know you guys already talked mm -hmm. about Ryman, but like to go from that to like, like being back outdoors was really nice. Yeah. There's, there's the a lot like? of talk about. Oh, yeah. Go ahead with the weather. The weather? Weather yeah. report. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to. All, all week I was watching. It was going to rain. I was really nervous. And then it was a beautiful night. It was a little hot until the sun started to go down, which was like perfectly when the show was starting, as they tend to do. Nice little sunset mm -hmm. in the background. I love it. Jealous. Yeah. Love it. Shout out to Christopher, who brought his kids uh, to their first goose show last night. Uh, and Peter, yeah, we saw at the end of the webcast last night, it was like just, you know, we were watching Peter just talk to people in the crowd for a little while before they finally turned it off. Um, yeah, they should do that more often. That like, so you probably didn't <laughs> yeah. see that just because you're, no, you were at the show. There. I was not uh, on it. <laughs> it. Like they cut the house sound and then like switched to country music. It was just like some random country music. And then like Peter's just like dapping people up in the crowd and like <laughs> shaking hands yeah. and like hugging people. Like to the tune of country, random country music, it was the most bizarre thing ever. But it uh, was it. He stayed out there for a while, chit chatting and everything with everyone, which was nice and fun. People were very excited. 
um i feel like it's like end of this leg of the tour right so they're the guys are super relaxed and like tour closers always a wonderful <laughs> time to chill and hang because it's relaxed everyone's tired but done and so it's nice little rejuvenating did you hear about the when they were talking about the man the picture that they saw like the person who had the sign was that oh, before on? the encore that it was like is yeah. that trevor is that rick so nice i hair. have a picture <laughs> of it i don't know if it's going to show up this is this is what it was is that keith urban have you seen this man <laughs> i think it's billy ray cyrus i don't really know <laughs> i right but that's what that's they were holding funny. up in the crowd that Peter was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what that is, but have you seen that man? That's, don't... We don't know the context, but we know that that's what it was. Yeah. Yep. So I love it. Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Keith Urban this is the first time that Billy Ray Cyrus. Or is it Chris Urban? I don't know. Is that... I don't. It's either I'm one of them. Certain. I feel like Billy Ray <laughs> like Cyrus that... is more likely in Alabama than Keith Urban. I mean, I don't, I've never I'm been to Alabama. Alabama history. Yeah, yeah me neither. This is my no first idea. time in the state. Yeah, <laughs> this is what today's podcast is all about. People. Is this? Uh, let us know in the comments. Uh, do you think that's Keith Urban or do you think that's Billy Ray Cyrus? Uh, we would like to know. Um, we're going to post a Twitter poll after uh, the pod. You know, we have like eleven days left of being able to do polls on Twitter, so we're going to take advantage of it. Um, and put up polls like this. Um, We're going to get so, to the bottom the of this button. very important issue. Uh, <laughs> let's let, let's talk about the music a little bit. <laughs> okay. um, let, let's let's go into what they played. Um, <laughs> thank you, Ryan Molnar, as always. They open up with the Yeti. Um, you know, great opener call. I assume people were enjoying this. Yes. People like the Yeti, and then. Um, Perhaps the improvisational highlight of the night uh, in the echo of a rose that came next. Um, nice, some nice synth textures from Peter happening here. Um, obviously, not as monumental as the the last echo in Philly, uh, but this was a solid like 13, 14 minutes uh, or so, and I thought it was good early first set jam. But was the crowd digging it, or were they looking for more rock and roll? I think that people were digging it. People were like finding their space and kind of just easing into the show um i didn't i don't think i've mentioned this yet my mom came down this was her first goose show yesterday first goose show since 2018 when they played in rochester with like a very small crowd that i like dragged my entire family to and they were like we don't like this music why are we here <laughs> but, and so like she was brave enough now a few years later to come back with me and i was like it's a totally different situation and it was during the echo i think she turned she's like they're better now I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, like, they this are. Is better. This is better. <laughs> you know, it's funny. As you say that, like, it, it's just occurred to me that five years have, has, have elapsed since yeah. then, which is yeah. outrageous. So, like, yeah. I mean, for her, that's got to be absolutely mind-blowing. So, right. you know, yeah. seeing Goose like, then yeah. and now with the crowd, especially the crowd difference. And the crowd and the light and the I mean, lots of lots of change. Yeah, yeah. So. No, an indoor Rochester crowd at a Goose show in 2018 is pretty different from an outdoor Alabama crowd with 2023 Goose too. I don't you know, could, like it, say it, that two like very times. opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I think it was well, like Thursday too, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So midweek versus Sunday yeah. night at a brewery in Alabama. Yeah. Yep. Um. So first set continues. Uh, we get Callie and Earthling um, 
you know, again, more fun first set tunes. Um, Earthling was shorter than the last couple of versions, uh, not quite as adventurous, um, which is unfortunate because there's been some excellent jams out of that recently. Um, but what were these two songs like? I've always loved the Earthlinger Alien, and I know that people have their opinions on, like, when Peter directs it, but I've always loved that. Like, I think it's so fun. And so mm. we got a we got a ticket rich last night, right? And a something about Trevor, I think that's all. I, those are the two I heard, <laughs> but that was fun. There's like always that. something about Trevor. Earthlinger Alien is a killer song, and yeah. it doesn't it doesn't have to be a half hour version. It's always good, and then like. This is an example of it. It comes right in the middle of the set. It gets people dancing after California Magic, doing yep. what the song can do. It's a killer song. Yeah. And, you know, so far this set, too, reads wonderfully, right? Like, if you're at the show, you're you were having... Set. Yes. You said what did set I say? two. No. I didn't yeah, you said, th- you said this set, too, reads wonderfully. As in also, Ryan. This also. set also reads wonderfully. <laughs> you, you forgot. You didn't put a comma in there. You need a comma in there, Neil. For crying out loud. So in any case, <laughs> this set reads wonderfully so far. I mean, this is a fun show to be at. And that's why I wanted to yeah. compare it to that show like in Indianapolis where like, I was at that show and I had an absolute blast. So I had just done two, two shows at Legend Valley, which are you know big jams. We talk about all that kind of stuff all the time. And then there was like this show in Indy, which was just like so much fun. And I had infinitely more fun at that show than I did at both Legend Valley shows. Same like kind of vibe here from this set. Like they're just going yeah. out there and they're playing the hits and like all the, you know, the fun songs. And, you know, if Earthling or Aliens like only, what is it, 13 minutes, 14 minutes this one? Yeah. Like, that's fine. Yeah, Bama is definitely better than Indy. I think yeah. that's also mm-hmm. fair to say. Yeah. 100%. And the crowd was the crowd was really digging it. Like the people, there's a group of guys behind me and they were like losing it when Earthling or Alien started. Like, that's yeah, fun. and then, right, and then, can I say what comes next? Isn't oh yes, you can. absolutely. Do the segue. Do it. And then, it. and then, like they, that's when people like really lost it. They were like losing it when that transition happened. When yeah. what transition happened? What song? Well, I, I said it, didn't I? No, tell us, Jess. Like, Mississippi half step. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. It's because yeah. you know they're in the south, so yeah. Mississippi. It's actually Alabama we were in, though. Sorry. I know. They're, they're next door to each other. It's close enough. This is, fun fact, this is the longest gap uh, between half steps uh, since April 2019. Uh, this was 39-show gap for half step. Really? Uh, last played, yeah, last played in New Orleans in October. Okay. The next, you know, the, the previously longest gap, uh, which may be, based on the data we have on the website, uh, was 98 shows March 2018 to April 2019, but I know they're we're missing definitely some got data played during there because I definitely okay. heard it. Every time <laughs> there. There's definitely some information missing. So this could be the longest gap in a very long. Perhaps, yeah. Uh, basically, what we're what what we've learned here. Um, but yeah, very excited to see this one again. Uh, great cover. This one's really good too. I mean, the, you know, half step can have like that that sizzle, and like this one's got it. We've joked about this before. Um, but like, it's, it's a killer song to throw into a set anywhere. And, mm-hmm. you know, here it is again. I mean, it, it never fails. What else can you say about this? And actually I do want to say one thing, the harmonies in this one were so on point when they were mm-hmm. doing like the, across the Rio Grandio part, like Peter nailed it, like absolutely nailed it. Super good. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. Fantastic. And then we roll right into set closing. So ready. 
um, you know, perfect choice for a show like this. Um, you know, I, I feel like we all kind of knew it was coming. Neil, did you have this one on your fantasy last yes, night? Yes, I did. Yeah. I absolutely knew... picked this. You weren't, you weren't making silly <laughs> mistakes two nights in a row. Let's say that. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Um... Okay. Let's talk about today's show. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't on the pod yesterday, and I had to make fun of you for not picking Madhavan in your absence. So I'm going to do it a little bit here. Okay, um, but yeah, so ready was great. Fiery as always. Um, you know, Peter obviously grinning ear to ear and dancing around uh, as they, as you know, as Rick went to his peak at the end there. Uh, but I assume the crowd was loving this. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And I feel like this is when like the time of night switch where like all of a sudden Getty's lights are like way crazier. And I was mm -hmm. up pretty close into the side, so I did not get like the full effect of all of it. But that's when, from my angle, like the the night had come just enough to like really make a huge difference which is always a fun time in outdoor shows and this is one of those songs too where i think it is how do i want to say this like choreographed enough there isn't much of a jam to this song so he actually does have lights that are queued up yeah, right for like this like you're yeah. getting like a well thought out this is not an improv light show this is like getty spent some time before tour thinking right. about what these lights look like and did it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I imagine that's probably pretty killer, especially yeah. like right as the sun's fully set there. Right. Yeah. I think it was at least. It felt like it was. Yeah. He, yep. he, there's always, there's always that moment. The feeling. Shows. Yeah. So what was set break like, you know, it was, it was pretty, pretty good uh, set break only like half an hour long, which was nice. Um, but yeah. What, what were the vibes like at set break? Yeah. I, it was a lot of people, you know, rush out to go do what they have to do. And then a lot of people immediately, try to like fill in so I think that was with I don't know if it's just like the area or the specific crowd that was there like people were, did not like I feel like a lot of goose shows it's not like you have people who like oh you know how to hold like hold your space like if you have a group of five people two people run to the bathroom you still have a space for the people when they came back and it was like not quite happening like that so I was like these people oh. are going to be disappointed when they're when their friends all try to come back and there's no space for them but um it all got sorted out in the end and as it does but I kind of had to stay put. My mom likes to, was wandery. So she went off to go grab drinks. And then, so we had to stay put. So I didn't get to scope out the whole feel of the rest of the venue during the time. But Got to got defer good. to mom on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I let her go do her thing. So <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But and yeah, then... it, was, it wasn't too short. Lines didn't seem too bad everywhere. It seemed... Love it. In Love my it. experience. Then they come back for set two. Fish in the Sea. Happy to see this one pop up again. First time since Okeechobee's first time on spring tour that we've seen it. This cover this is one of their best covers. Full stop. Um, I think I, I love it in this second set opening slot. Um, honestly, I, I thought it worked great here. Um, and yeah, just killer version as always. Fan favorite for sure. Lots of people super excited about, about that. It's one of my favorite covers too. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. So this one at my second ever goose show. And yeah, uh, yeah. My, my second goose show was 9, 12, 20, Yarmouth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And yes. like it, it seemed like magic. That was like the slow yeah. ready fish in the sea. Yeah. And that's a good segue. We, we had listened to them. Um, we'd listened to them practice it like all day. Like they were sound checking yeah. it like all day, like working. Oh, really? <laughs> and, um, and so then when they played it, you know, we had all just kind of heard it or I had heard it for the first time in bingo just a few months like earlier and then, but yeah, there's something about it. And like, I imagine in that setting too, it's probably really killer. 
just super mellow, like kind of warm weather, early yeah. evening. Like that's yeah. like the perfect time for that song. It mm-hmm. really uh, was. Yeah, killer, killer, killer song. And I mean, this whole set, like I just can't wait to talk about every single one of these songs. I'm just going to say the same thing where we went, just like perfect choice. No, it really this is, and this is like, a perfect looking choice. At, looking at the whole set list, like that's like the, like Ryan said earlier, like this was a vibe show for sure. And I was like, that's what I love about Goose Shows. Is like, I don't need to talk about this. 30 minute jam all the time personally that's my personal way i experience music so yeah that's fine and so like this was like every time i was like another one this is the next one like so that was exciting (laughs) that's good that's good yeah uh they they knew that you were coming on the pod today and so they played a show that was perfect for you to uh to you just know, say it was for, for you to talk over about, over yes. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was a fun time. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, yeah, and then SOS, which, you know, every SOS is the best SOS since the last SOS until the next SOS. You know, it's, yeah, that's right. it's so good. Um, I It's that moment for me when, when they get to the end of the, like, the singing part, like the last rising sun line, and then Peter hits that organ. Um, that's just like, ah, yep. <laughs> you know, it's, and then, just high speed peaking uh, to the finish. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, man, I, I love that song. I love yeah. that song so much. No, it was so good. Yeah, killer. Set list controversies about them not marking John. Do people still care about that? People still no. get angry about that? Okay, good. <laughs> no, I don't even know. Like, I don't know how it that was ever like that was a minute. Thing. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. a thing because they played it separately from sos once last year remember on west coast tour when they did sos and they confused and slow ready yeah. and then they played dawn later in the show and so then it got noted separately like if they played the so ready jam separate from the song of so ready it would probably be noted as satellite but as part of the song it's just yeah. part of the song I mean, we'll wait for that controversy to come. Sorry. But, you know, that one like, never <laughs> made sense to me. I mean, I get it because no. like, it went on the album differently, but like, it was never, you know, SOS as a song has been around for a very long time, right? Mm-hmm. And it was back in the day. It was never listed separately. So right. I don't know why you would start doing it now because they just decided to track right. it differently on an album. But yeah, it's because of that. Who knows? Like, but regardless, uh, <laughs> It kills, and yeah, every time, like every time, every time we talk about it on the pod, we say the same exact thing, which is like it doesn't matter that it's the same right. song every time because it's yeah. fantastic every single time, and like in this slot too, in a set, that's a weird spot for it, kind mm-hmm. of second it song, second perfect. set. It felt perfect at the time, like I, but I can see how looking at the set list, that's like oh, an interesting spot. Well, like plot. I think lately we've seen it a bunch, like closing a first set. Right. Isn't that where it's been mostly? Yeah, or, or we had it open the second set in Philly, which I loved for it. Um, right, of course. Yep. But yeah, yeah right here, like after Fish in the Sea, nice, smooth, chill intro. And then, you know, SOS, you dance your ass off. To the skies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then uh, nice cool down with the Western Sun. Uh, beautiful choice for the uh, second set ballad here. Um, I, I mean, I love this song. Um, I'm hoping that they they do jam it again at some point, but it is not a song that needs the jam to be good. Um, it's so beautiful. Western Sun was one of the first songs, like one of the first few songs I felt like fell in love with. It was like Indian River and Western Sun back in the day. That I, those were my like two favorites immediately. 
And when is, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go, go ahead. I was going to say, when is back in the day? When was your first show? Can we ask that? My, my first show was January uh, 2018 in Detroit. 2018. Yeah. So it's been January five years 13. of views. Yes. Yes. I'm jealous, quite frankly. Ryan only saw his first show last year, so. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm a noob, a okay? We, we He's know. an absolute noob. <laughs> but he can probably tell you all of the like things faster than I. I'm like, yeah, they've played that before. They have. Honestly, my <laughs> goose knowledge my goose knowledge before I discover them is severely lacking. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Pre-2020, I'm, right. I'm very lacking. See, Brian's um, problem but, is he wasn't allowed to come over the border to see them play for. Yeah, like, otherwise I would have been at Perry, but that is a whole. And you would have gotten that Western story. Sun too, right? Yeah, I know, and I'm and that Empress, and <laughs> I'm still upset about it. I was there. Um, yes. <laughs> nice. Well, <laughs> after Western Sun, uh, we move into Animal, um, kind of settling into this mold of its its 15 minute very chill groove to it. Um, is what they've been doing with it lately. Nice fish in the sea tease from Rick in there. Uh, you know, I got excited about that as as I tend to do. Um, but yeah, this was you know it was fun. Fit the vibe again. Animal, yep. love this song. Crowd, crowd went wild. I had some yep. um, friends I just met this weekend who were had shirts made for his birthday. I said it was like an animal shirt. You're an animal. It's phenomenal. So they were wearing them last night and. Got their animals. Exciting. Love it. I mean, definitely saw this one coming, right? I mean, this one's like <laughs> clockwork. Every third show, they're playing it. You're getting an animal. You're getting an animal like every third show. Maybe sometimes every two shows. And if it's like back-to-back festivals, then you're just getting it every show. Yeah. Um, but I think it <laughs> We're going to get a like, lot of animals in June. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot of animal. A lot of the animal, a lot of work- hot tea. The monkeys are working really hard. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <For> sure. <laughs> They're getting overtime. Limb to limb, show to show. <laughs> oh, good one. And then uh, we get another cool down with seven two six. Obviously, again, just beautiful, beautiful song. Um, I, I love this song so much. I really do. Like that, you know that that's that's the commentary from last night. Right. I love this song. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I have Is to listen slow- to that one again. I think it got a little lost from like. I kind of, when I looked at the set list, I was like, I guess I do remember 726, but it wasn't like, didn't stand out. I think right after the animal and then the excitement of drip, when Dripfield started and like crowd went wild again, kind of like that got lost for me. So I have to re-listen to hear it. But I do always love that song. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Muller says, like this is a surprise that you're getting, yeah. you're getting a Western Sun and 726 in the same set. 726 is a, a rarity. This is the, what, the second one they've played so far this year? And, or, oh, wow. yeah, second one this year, right, Ryan? Can you back me up on that? Uh, I can look it up. That I sounds right. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. It Cap is the second one they played this year. Yeah. Birmingham. You don't, you don't get many 726s. And this is an interesting show for one to pop up because it seemed like they were playing a really new fan friendly show. Yeah. Right? And so, like, but I guess, you know, 726 is on the album, so maybe that makes I was sense. Gonna say, right? Yeah, 726 feels like a fan favorite from the album, too, though. Like, That's right? right. That's right. I forget that. I forget that yeah. because I just spend my time talking about jams. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, Killer... Better for the killer vibes, Neil. Yeah, you know, I'm working on it. You know, we're, <laughs> we, we, we make a concerted effort on this podcast to have, like, 
the vibes Both folks sides. on. Yeah. Like we had yeah. Happy on like a bunch recently. Yeah. Um, who is I like the self? Yeah. Yeah. Who's like quite literally the, the happiest guy ever? We keep having yeah. Camito on, like you know. Yep. We're we're getting the vibes covered because yeah, we skip <laughs> yeah. the vibes. You're vibeless. The you're vibeless. Super. You did a vibe we're, check, and you're... we're way we're way too nerdy and analytical uh, <laughs> most of the time. People like, that. but so I feel like now. I feel like now seven two six and Dripfield have been paired like a ton of times. Like when I, I see them next to each other on a set list and it like feels right to see seven two six and then drip. Like did do you guys feel that way too? Like I just I feel like they it's a really good pairing. So it's like what we were just saying, it's on the album, right? Yeah. So I was just checking sense. to see where it was on the album to see if they're next to each other. They're not. I should have already. They're not. <laughs> they're not. Darn it. I just checked. I was like, that would be really good if they were like that. And that's why it feels like that. But no, it's not. They're not. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm not a drip so field. Saxophone. Yeah, I I want Jeb on sax for something eventually. Yeah. Um, well, you two probably it. have heard Jeff play the saxophone. I have not. I have. So, I have you have maybe. you heard? I've been Jeff lucky enough to play in a band with Jeff on saxophone for a whole ten minutes. Oh wow! Wait, that's oh called yeah, a wait. Band. No, and if by band you mean uh, four guys picking up instruments for ten minutes, yes. That is that's band. What is a band? The Jeb Quartet. <laughs> anyway, um, this drip field closed out the second set. You know, uh, I I thought, and I think a lot of other people thought that the curfew was ten, uh, and so figured this was going to be a non-core drip field and take it right up to curfew, uh, and it ended just before ten o'clock. Um, but they had time for an encore, which is great. Yeah. Um, but you know, drip field is drip field, and drip field is awesome. Um, you know, I absolutely adore this song and every time it's played and once again with the lights that i think that neil was saying about how with some of those like songs that getty can have is like more pre-programmed parts mm. of it too like so like lights are always outstanding during drip field when the first notes hit this like dude appeared from nowhere right behind me and he w- lost his mind about drip field. <laughs> like it was do you you know that like meme guy from like fish with like the red shirt and the spotlight like that I, I oh the, the hood kid yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 it was like that that kid was doing that i was like this that's this moment right here he was like in the <laughs> purple light like losing his mind it was so exciting <laughs> and he was so happy it's so it's always fun to see <laughs> yeah agree drip is a top five getty song thank you mama yeah killer yeah <laughs> and then and then a hot rum encore yes as always, you know. Oh, yeah. and and we had the appearance of uh, Billy Ray Urban at the yeah. encore break. Is that where? Is that when it happened? Right before the it was. Break? It was at the encore break. They were all. Okay. I I think the band was like feeling silly or something. I don't know. Like, yeah. What was going on? But you know, maybe it's like, oh, it's the end of the leg of tour. Uh, but there there was the you know Rick and Peter were throwing some banter around. Um, that Peter had Jeb hit his bomb a few yes. more times. Right. Um, which is that which keeps like every time he hits that during a jam, it feels like for like 10 seconds after it feels like there's no low end, like on the stream, like either okay. that affects it, it blows or it, just, it out. Yeah. It, it either blows it out or it just everything else feels, you know, so much higher because of how deep that bomb sound is. Um, but I think it's, it's hilarious. It makes that me laugh. Funny. Yeah. They were definitely feeling silly. I feel like that's what we get with that. Like, this end of leg tour it reminds me of like philly last year like the second night of philly like that kind of feel like they were bantery 
Very different show. Though. Very different show, but like silly vibes from them. Yes. You know, I don't know. Yeah, well, I, mean, I imagine they're exhausted, right? Like you just yeah. do three nights at the Ryman and then you immediately get in a car and you need to do that. How long of a drive was it from Nashville three to hours. Birmingham? Three hours, yeah. Three hours. I slept so, in the car, so <laughs> it went so, really fast for me. <laughs> Not that bad, I guess. But like, I mean, that's a couple exhausting runs there. I mean, I'm yeah. still tired from Philly. And like, I got back like a week and a half. Ago. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're just like waiting for their opportunity to like, you know, wash their socks and take a nap and whatever. Like, and it must be like really, really exciting, like to be in that moment, just like, like, hell yeah, like I have nothing to do tomorrow. It's like the yeah. weekend, but like amplified times a million because you right. know you they haven't have... slept in seventy two hours. They focus on yeah. sleeping. When you were at the Arabo question and answer thing, right, Neil? Oh yeah, food and, water. Food, yeah. And water. food and water, food and water, food and water, sleep, food, yeah. water, sleep, <laughs> food, water, sleep, meals, eating, nourishment. Oh man, that was so good. Oh, so, good. so you listened to that? That was fantastic. I was there. You... Oh, you were there. Yeah, I didn't see you there. Right, Neil. Neil didn't there. recognize you. Uh, yeah, Neil doesn't know, know me. You were. Yeah, um, <laughs> we've known each other for years. Where were you standing for that show? Um, in the way back. Uh, yeah. we're, the, we were right at the, the bar. Front, so. yeah. yeah, yeah. I was I was tucked in like right in the corner, like got, in in yeah. front of like Peter's video cam. We were on video camera. <laughs> I saw you. Uh, we've I talked about that. We we've been over that. Um. Well, yes, Peter. Peter probably needs to wash the Mets shirt. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's all kinds of clothing washing that needs to happen after, uh, not last speaking night, but the of, night before. Speaking <laughs> like, of items of clothing, um, shout out to, um, not shout out, but if anybody has a lead on Rick's Chuck Taylors, they went yeah. missing at the airport. Um, if anyone knows anyone from Delta or the West Palm Beach airport and can help find Rick's bag with his Chuck Taylors. When were they last it? seen? I'm wondering. Because he was wearing probably when they got to night. the airport, they were he was wearing maroon chucks last night. Interesting. I wonder what I wonder if they like did they have to fly from West Palm back to Connecticut? Like, is that the flight? Like, does that make you sense? know, are there no flights from Birmingham? I don't know. That's don't a great know. So interesting. Maybe, so maybe he had maybe. different shoes on last night, so I don't know if they were lost before this. So, well, if anyone has a lead. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that, like, if somebody does find those, they're not going to be like, "Oh my, we must take care of these." Someone's definitely looking. For that. <laughs> oh my god, this is they Rick must not be listening to the songs. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? They, they're. I mean, they look so dirty and so old well, that, like, I, I assume I, they're I, in a luggage, right? I don't think they're just like a one lo- lone pair of shoes, like traveling. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, there's not check, like a luggage anything slap to check. On like, yeah, my <laughs> shoes. <laughs> like they have to I mean, be in a container of some sort that probably has other belongings. True, but problems. I mean, if you've seen the rest of I... Rick's very limited wardrobe, it's probably the same deal, <laughs> which is like, like this belongs in the garbage. Uh, I don't know. Um, Neil, that's... Well, I'm just saying, like, he wow. wears, like, the same, like, three shirts, like, you know, on a tour, like, after a while... Peter wears the Mets shirt, like, every three shows. That's true. But, I mean, he hasn't had that that long. That's adorable that he's wearing the Mets shirt every you know, three shows. The story's, like, really... Yeah. It's cute. It's a cute story. It is. It is. Well, Jess. Sorry, sorry, so Rick, that I trashed your wardrobe. Yeah, <laughs> Rick, if you're if you're listening, 
Uh, Neil apologizes. That's not what I meant. I love his wardrobe. I'm jealous. It could be that the the shoes have been missing since Okeechobee, um, but I wonder why they waited a month before posting about it, if so. Well, Ryan, go back and do a stream analysis and document the shoes. Yeah, well, Molnar said that he started wearing them, uh, the maroon ones. The maroon ones? Okay. Yeah, so it could be Okeechobee. Uh, and he also brings up a good point. At least the white Crocs didn't go missing. So that's very important. He should wear the white Crocs until he finds the Chuck Taylors. I think that would be a, a good I didn't know the do. yellow ones were missing, and I feel badly that I commented on his new shoes to him now. Like, did I, like, hurt him? <laughs> like, oh, new shoes. <laughs> that's like, why they posted it about yeah, it. Today. He was like, like a tear. That's why they posted about it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I noticed. I commented on his shoes last night, and so oh, Jess, <laughs> how could you? So, so this oh, is your man. fault then. I didn't take the shoes. I would just like to <laughs> set the record straight. I do not have the <laughs> shoes. Okay, Jess does not have the shoes, uh, so don't no, don't ask her. She doesn't know. Well, thank you, <laughs> thank you, everybody, uh, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Thank you, Jess, for being on today. Thanks for um, having me. Yeah, it's been a fun first leg of spring tour. We're back. Uh, our next podcast episode will be we, – we face-revealed 902 Vickers. We will be face-revealing Madison Huvan uh, probably on the next episode of the podcast. Uh, yes, hashtag blame Jess. Well, this, Ryan. This the shoes. Now. With shoes. <laughs> so, yes, uh, tune in uh, the day after the Madison show uh, as we kick off leg two of spring tour um, after 10 days off. Uh, everybody, enjoy your Passover. Enjoy your Easter, whatever holiday you may be celebrating uh, over the next. Is it is Easter this weekend, too? That's that's a thing, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. It is. All right. So happy Passover to all those celebrating this week. Happy Easter uh, to all those celebrating this weekend. Um, enjoy spring if it's spring where you are um, or if you live near me and it's going back and forth between winter and spring on a daily basis. Um, but, you know, enjoy your enjoy your time off. Uh, prepare yourself for Pacific time shows for a few weeks. And, you know, thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Jess. Thank you. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music, because as you'll hear... Sometimes the story is the best song. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.